0: Welcome, 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 welcome. Are, we are here. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, which you know what that means. Today is the day that Ryan hooked up with Kelly on The Office. And it is also Valentine's Day in terms of parks and recreation. And there is no better way to celebrate the season of love than by talking about some of the movies in this world that are filled with the most amount of love that I couldn't, I can think about for a film franchise. We are, of course, talk, I'm of course referring to Mama Mia, uh, the duology and hopefully later trilogy, quadrilogy, um, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, we're talking Mama Mia, uh, Mama Mia, and its sequel, Mama Mia. Here we go again. Um, two great, great films with uh, Meryl Streep, Colin. Firth, Dominic Cooper, Amanda Seyfried, Baranski, uh, all the greats are in in those movies, um, for sure, and that's what we're talking about today, we're doing top songs from the Mamma Mia movies, and this might be interpreted as top five ABBA songs, and you can think of it like that, but not all ABBA songs are in the Mamma Mia movies, but all Mamma Mia movie songs are ABBA songs, which is why we want to make that uh distinction and when i say we who am i speaking of i am of course talking about the the multi-hyphenate the 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 talented the the very the the fun the the ex the uh mamma mia extraordinaire jordan masterson she she is one of the best she's one of the greats um and i think um, this is the beginning of a beautiful podcast episode in which Jordan and I talk about what we love the most in the music of Mamma Mia. Um, it, uh, we we both have this bucket list goal of going to Greece um, and living the life that they live in Mamma Mia. Um, Saoirse Ronan is not in the Mamma Mia movies. However, um, she is... Um, in a new trailer, if you go to the one minute and forty-two second mark, you can see Sir Sharonin in the trailer for the new movie The French Dispatch. Um, which really has nothing to do with Mamma Mia, except for the fact that I love Sir Sharonin as much as I love Mamma Mia as much as I loved doing this podcast with the great uh, Jordan Masterson. She is she's very she is a she's a podcast a podcast natural. And when you when you listen, you're gonna understand where I'm coming from with that. For sure, um, "Mamma Mia," here we go again. Title, also a song, and Jordan Masterson is the is when if you were going to talk about "Mamma Mia," Jordan Masterson is the person that you want to talk about it with, and. When you talk about Mamma Mia, Jordan Masterson is the person you want to talk about it with because she knows everything there is to know. She knows Greece. She knows Amanda Seyfried. She knows Abba. She knows Pierce Brosnan. You know she is she's she's great at it. 2008, 2018. Those are when the movies came out. Those are the years, and she is just she is one with the flow of Greece and. Um, had to give a shout out ahead of the podcast episode where, uh, hope, I hope everyone has a great um, Valentine's Day um, May you all get Chocolate If you like that um, Maybe uh, stuffed animals If that's more your bag um, You know let's just We get one shot at this world So let's try to put as much love into it while we can And I think the Mamma Mia movies do a great job of that Here we go Do it up Great episode with Jordan Masterson, celebrating Valentine's Day with the Mamma Mia movies and their marvelous, majestic, mystical, magical music. All the M's for M&M's, which are chocolate, which you can also get on Valentine's Day. These are the deranged ramblings of a lunatic, as Zev once told a person on Twitter. Thank you very much, Jordan, for being here, and thank you, everyone, for listening. We are, of course, not sponsored by Bodybuilding.com, but if you do feel so inclined to grab a little protein pack from them, um, don't. Go to BuckedUp.com and use the coupon code JBate16, and you can help Joey out. All right, everybody, Mamma Mia! Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome to a very, very, very special episode of um, the podcast. I know I say that every time, but this one... This one is really special because we're talking about um, we're talking about two movies that have produced two great soundtracks, and the movies themselves are also great. Um, it, we're doing we're doing a great topic about um, what we love in *Mamma Mia*, and I'm I'm here to talk about it with a great um, Disney ambassador, um, <laughs> a person I've met maybe only a couple times, but that speaks to like how um great Disney is because like, even if you only meet somebody a couple times you can still be friends with that person. Uh it's the the delightful Jordan Masterson. Jordan, thank you for being here.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I
0: absolutely it was I I feel like we I had to reach out, um and we toyed with the like we we have discussed Mamma Mia in the past and we toyed with the idea of doing Top five like types of weather, um, but then you said we should do Mama Mia, and it it I was baffled how I didn't even it didn't I didn't even occur to me to to do it. It's but it's perfect.
1: I know when you asked me what kind of topic I wanted to do, I was really racking my brain because I I did want to step away from Disney. I think maybe take a break from that. Right. And I was like, what do I even what do I even like? What am I passionate about? And so and I was like, oh yeah, it's the thing I talk about all the time, Mama <laughs> Mia.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean it's great. Um what is what is your um connection to these movies?
1: Okay. So, I will say Mamma Mia the first one is a great film. I've always loved that one. But Mamma Mia 2 is my absolute number one favorite movie. Um I actually gave my blood to see this movie, you know, how they do the um the blood donation trucks <laughs> and if you do it, you get two free movie tickets.
0: I I do. That is how
1: invested I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's how serious I am about Moringa 2.
0: That's, that's straight-up loyalty right there. That's yeah. what that is. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah. I agree. The first one, when I saw it the first time, uh, I was like, what am I? I was so confused. Like, I was like, I didn't know what to make of it. Um, but then the second time I watched it, I was like, no, this is, like, actually, like, a masterpiece. And, mm-hmm. and then, of course, um, the second one comes out. Uh, in the summer of 2018. And what a summer that was, uh, for sure. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> and, and yeah, like, it was kind of like the defining, like, movie of the summer. Like, it was pretty dope. Uh, it was, it's very, I don't even know, it's just, like, hopeful, kind of, it's optimistic, it's pure, it's It's just about love. Like, it's really, like... It's,
1: it's just so happy. Yeah,
0: and I just, I think we both are on the wavelength that we both just want to, like, we just love things that are happy. Um, mm-hmm. and this is, like, happiness distilled into a movie. Like, it's just so pure and charming and hopeful and lovely.
1: Honestly, what's not to love about just, like, singing and dancing around Greece with a bunch of beautiful people? Like, you cannot go wrong
0: with that. Absolutely. That's a, that's a, that's the thing. Like, everyone in the cast is just so, like, absurdly pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost unfair, I think.
1: Especially after they added Lily James
0: yeah that's like a little bit over the top like come on (laughs) like uh even yeah lily james she's iconic um maybe she'll come on the podcast one day oh if
1: she is invite me back
0: (laughs) okay i will um but yeah uh well the, the world is wide and so is this podcast um so i'll jump right into my number five here um for music, we're doing, and we're doing, uh, we are doing music from both of the movies, are, their songs are eligible, yeah, uh, so my number five is actually gonna come from the sequel, uh, it's my favorite ABBA song, uh, and, but it's like, but I think in terms of, like, the the way it's covered in Mamma Mia, it's, um, not as much of my favorite as it is in that one, but, uh, Waterloo, uh, it is, it is done in the first Mm -hmm. one in the credits, but... Um, it's, it's used more prominently, I'd say, in the second one, uh, between, it's back in the prequel section, uh, and it's just really, like, it's really, like, endearing the way that it's, um, performed, uh, because, like, Lily James is involved in that one, too, but it's more of, like, the, the, the young version of Harry who is taking over that Mm -hmm. one, and, um... It's just like it's a great song. Uh, It's not really like applicable to the scene, really whatsoever. But it's such an iconic ABBA song, and I remember how like mad people were when it wasn't included in the actual like movie um, back ten years ago. And to have it um, feature so well in the new one was it was just as soon as like the notes started playing, I was like, yes, they're doing it. I was so happy. Yeah, um, I will say that one didn't make my list. But
1: when I first saw 2... That, that at the time was my favorite song. Um, I really love just the whole scene of it, though, like all the dance sequences and everything. Like that's what I really love about that song.
0: Right. It's yeah. The I, I remember him like he, he like hops up on the table and uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great number for sure. Um, but what mm-hmm. what is your number five?
1: So my number five um, is when I kissed this teacher. It's also from the sequel. But I figured that starts, the, that starts the sequel, that starts my list. Um, but what I really like about When I Kiss the Teacher is that's when you really start to see the beginning of Donna and the Dynamos. Like, in the first movie, they talk about them. Um, you know, they have their little reunion, but this is, like, the iconic jumpsuits running through the crowd, like, the iconic and the Di- Donna and the Dynamos
0: moment. I, it's, absolutely. Um, it's, it really it sets the tone. Uh, for the mm-hmm. movie. It's a great pick. Um, I think it's pretty emblematic of what I've always felt about the Mamma Mia! songs, wherein, like, I like ABBA a lot, but I think so many of the songs are actually improved by the covers in the movies. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: 100%. Definitely. And this one's, like, the, like one of the biggest ones. Like, I am not a fan of this song in the ABBA, but I love the rendition in the new movie because it, like, I don't know, there's just a, there's, like, an air to it that just feels so much better. It just feels right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a great pick. Yeah, I um,
1: agree. Like when I say I like the mia songs, I know really I like ABBA songs, but most of the ABBA versions I just can't get into, and I don't know if that's just because are more modernized or what. But
0: I definitely think the modernization helps. Um, it also like just I don't know. It's just the way that they way that, the way that musicals are produced. Like they just have a, like a better sound quality. I think. Um, mm-hmm. as well and the voice like they i mean i know there's been a lot said about pierce brosnan and his singing uh i have i don't have a great ear for hearing bad singers so i think he's always been fine right. to me um but
1: i like pierce brosnan too <laughs> yeah he,
0: he's i don't think he's that bad at all um but that's obvi- all right yeah and obviously like like amanda safe and uh like uh dominic cooper they're they're a little bit Lily James especially they're like you can tell that they're definitely like a cut above for sure
1: right
0: uh well that's a great pick um and I'll go into my number four which is not it's not the first song from the sequel but it is the first song from the first movie uh Honey Honey it's uh (laughs) there's not much to it um but and it kind of like I always like appreciated the symmetry with the honey honey and then it goes into like a little bit like there's like the money 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 like this there's, there's very there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a, it's a great um great it's very it's it's very lyrical into my to my ear to hear those I like the word honey as well um but the song it's like there's it's
1: super fun yeah
0: it's really great it's a lot of fun um that's it's like an Amanda Seyfried kind of number and it's uh it's just basically like there's not really a whole lot of lyrical um deviation but it's just a really warm feeling like fun to listen to great tone setter for the whole movie it opens it perfectly
1: yeah it's very upbeat it's fun to sing it makes you want to dance i like this pick.
0: <laughs> thank you it's def- <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's a banger for sure um what do you have coming in at your number four position
1: okay so my number four is also from the original and it's our last summer where, so Pierce Brosnan's coming back into play as well as still Stars Skarsgård calling for, you know, their little, this is when they tell their story about how they met Donna. And, like, really, that story is what caused them to come back and to the island and try to reconnect with her. But also it kind of sets up the sequel, I think. Because, like, um, there's one part where Harry's, and he's talking about walking near the Eiffel Tower, and then that's actually what they do in the sequel, so it really was, it, it really allowed them to set up that scene and kind of show us, like, what happened so many years ago.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this was very, this was like, it kind of be like an honorable mention for me. Uh, it was very close uh, to making the list. Uh, I love it, mm-hmm. and I think, like, what you said is true about the sequel, like, it makes me wonder, like, if they in their minds if they had like maybe like a plan like if we ever get to do a sequel like this is what we'll kind of do for it uh because mm-hmm. like it feels like maybe they didn't even know for sure because it, t- it took 10 years to happen and but yeah it's a great pick um it's got like the, the core cast is really like anchoring the whole thing and yeah excellent uh good good choice
1: Thanks.
0: well my number uh we're on three i think number three number three my number three uh had to go with um the classic it's a staple it's the one that's been performed the most uh in the two movies it's dancing queen um mm. it's a it's it's basically like the like quintessential abba song uh but it's used um pretty early on in the first Mamma mia movie like a little bit earlier than like i was i would i would have expected when i first watched it um and but it's considering
1: used... the iconicness.
0: It was what? It happened
1: earlier than you expected, considering how iconic it was.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I thought that it would be like the big finale. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. it is iconic. You're right. And um, but it's kind of used like like Meryl Streep is just like chilling uh, with her with the dynamos. and um, mm-hmm. and then but then it comes back in a big way in the second one when. Um, the The boats arrive, and Colin Firth is like doing the Titanic pose with Stellan Skarsgård, <laughs> and it's like this glorious, like, uh, just an explosion of joy and love on screen. And you're like, oh my god, everyone's so happy, and I feel like I want to be a part of this Greek uh, family with three dads. Um, oh yeah, it's just it's so it's like it, uh, it, I don't it's just perfect like the way that they all. F- Uh, the joy and enthusiasm that is radiating off of everybody when they get to do this number. is like, it's what it's all about for me.
1: Okay, so I see what you're saying, and that is like a really fun scene, but I have opinions on Dancing Queen.
0: Okay. What are they? (sighs)
1: So don't get me wrong, it's like you said, it's super iconic, and when I turned 17, I was the Dancing Queen, but... (laughs) just so overplayed and that's the only abba song people know and i just feel like there's so many great songs in these movies that like while i can appreciate dancing queen for all that it is and i definitely do like that song i think i'm just over it because i'm like there's so much more that you guys can be listening to you're missing out on
0: i get it like um like i feel like i feel the same way about a lot of things like queen um people will say like oh like we are the champions, or we will rock you. Like, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of, right. I'm over those. So I can see it with Dancing Queen, but it's, it's like, it has that potential to be overplayed. Like I hear it in Walmart a lot, but it's still like, I haven't quite gotten to the point where I just ignore it. But I'll hear, like, I'll hear it and I'll stop and I'll listen. Uh, I'll go to where the speaker is the strongest and just kind of chill there and like stare at like, like Oreos or whatever is there and just like stare at it and pretend <laughs> that I'm shopping just to listen to it and then I'll carry on my way. So. It hasn't quite gotten there for me yet, but I can definitely see the argument that it would be too much.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I was, I'm going to assume that no. Dancing Queen is not on your list, um, but what is, no. what is your number uh, three? My number three is
1: Mama Mia, but the Lily James version, not the Meryl Streep version, so like from the sequel.
0: Oh, hot take. And...
1: Once again, yeah, another controversial opinion. <laughs> Meryl Streep is amazing, and I love her, and she's incredibly talented, and she's the queen of everything. But Lily James did it better.
0: <laughs> I think that could be true and... of a lot of them.
1: Yeah, that's just that's just how I feel on the this one, but. I really like how it starts off slow and how she's kind of bummed out, but this uplifts her. And I think that's true about a lot of the mama songs because if you listen to them, they're kind of sad. Like they're about heartbreak. For sure. But they're all super upbeat. Yes. So I think that's what I like so much about it is that like it's kind of taking that sadness and like turning it around.
0: I like that that's a good that's a good way of putting it um Mm -hmm. I think that's like it's very like you hit on something that's very uh always been true about ABBA for me is like their melodies are like among the if not the catchiest ever made by a music group uh but there is like that hint of melancholy behind almost all of them where there is almost like a longing for something because there is that the 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 lyrics are pretty sad a lot of times um Mm-hmm. and i do agree i think lily james is probably a better singer than meryl streep in every way um just because she's just perfect um and you know meryl streep <laughs> meryl streep was in little women so had to give her a shout out for that but i definitely think that lily james kind of crushed it especially like i'm not a big oh, yeah. not a, like i don't know if, if you are a big prequel fan but i've never been a big prequel fan and still it was amazing
1: yeah that's what i was thinking too is like when the idea came out i was curious and interested but nervous and because like you said prequels are iffy
0: yeah it's like not there's not a great track record but this one is like probably it has to be up there for great prequels ever
1: Mhm.
0: well it's a great pick um uh, mamma mia it is obviously the title track uh for sure um I like to, you know, and even in the, it can harken back to the first one where Meryl Streep's, like, climbing up the ladder and singing, and, uh, yeah, it's a great pick, um, my number two is one that, honestly, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, can I really put this on the list so high up, especially, but the more I thought about it, I was like, I kinda have to, like, I thought about, like, the Voulez-vous, like, when the... That meme of, like, the arms, like, clenching each other and they're uniting with (laughs) Voulez-vous and knowing me, knowing you with the the aha in the middle. And I was Mm -hmm. like... I thought it was like, I kind of have to... It's the best part of the song. It is the best part. And I was like, I kind of... I went back and forth, but I eventually settled on this one from Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. I picked Fernando. And... it's, It's controversial because I feel like a lot of people are not a big fan... Like... A lot of of people I talk to, like, uh, my friend Michaela loves the movies, but I think I remember her not liking the Cher and Andy Garcia, um, subplots of the sequel, and I get it, like, it Mm kind of, it takes away from the characters that we already love, um, and know, but I just love, I loved how the movie was set up so much, like, with this, this, like, kind of, he's like a pseudo-mysterious Andy Garcia character, like, you don't really know what he's about, and then Cher shows up, you're like, oh, of course Cher's in this, like, that makes perfect sense. And then once they, like, make eye contact, uh, and then uh, you hear, like, the first, like, strings of Fernando, you're like, and then I remember just I heard that and I was like, oh my god, no way. <laughs> I was, I was just, and I think that's why, like, it wouldn't be in my top five ABBA songs, but in terms of, like, Mamma Mia songs and Mamma Mia experiences, Fernando is, like, what I think of first. I was, like, floored when it first happened, I was so excited.
1: Oh, yeah. I love Senor Fuego. <laughs> I loved him as a character, even though he had a small part. But he, I liked that he was mysterious.
0: Yeah. It's charming.
1: Um, did you know that um, Cher, she did a tour where she, like, covered all the Mamma Mia songs, like, not just Fernando? Really? Yeah, she came to Orlando. It was a couple months ago. It might have even been a year ago, but... I didn't get to go, and I was really disappointed.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not know this. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, because she, I guess, enjoyed her roles so much that <laughs> she was like, I'm going to sing all of them, <laughs> which is how I would feel, too.
0: <laughs> it's like um, when Hugh Jackman was like, fuck it, I'm doing a tour, and I'm going to sing all the songs that I've sung in my career. <laughs> yep. That's great. Good for Maybe Cher can bankroll Mamma Mia 3.
1: That would be the dream. <laughs> um I don't know where they would go from here, but
0: yeah. Do another prequel with young Cher, maybe. Ooh,
1: yeah.
0: Just keep going backwards until you're like in ancient Greece. <laughs> um, yeah, with the
1: ancient settlers in Greece.
0: <laughs> um Well that's great to hear, uh for Cher for sure. Um but what is what is your your runner up for Mamma Mia songs?
1: my runner-up is also from most of mine are from the sequel. I will just say that because it is my favorite movie like I said. Right. But um, Why Did It Have To Be Me with Josh Dylan? Excellent pick. And that is the one that they're singing in the middle of the ocean on a boat because he's a sailor and it's just so catchy. It's another one that's like Kind of upbeat, but about heartbreak, Bill is my favorite of the three dads, so I love that it's his song. I just love everything about it
0: that's a It's a beautiful pick because it's a beautiful song for sure um i had I have two questions for you coming out of that um, one was when you said, Mamma Mia, is this like is the sequel like your favorite movie like of all movies? Yes. That's perfect. That's a great pick. Um, you love to <laughs> you love to hear it, uh, and secondly, uh, the the, um, the Scars Guards. I feel like we have to mention uh, how crazy it was. We
1: have to mention the Scars Guards.
0: <laughs> like, how did they not cast one of the Scars Guard kids as young Stellan Skarsgård?
1: I know, like they have all the potential, but all of his kids are usually scary characters, while he's this happy <laughs> sailor in Greece.
0: That's true. That's fair. Uh, it's like One of them is The Clown and It, right? Mm-hmm. That
1: one is Bill. And then my favorite of his sons, Alexander, he was in True Blood, and he was a vampire.
0: Yeah, so maybe not the best choice for a young uh, sailor. Uh, but Josh Dylan is his good. He's, gr- he's great in that song, for sure. The guy that they did find, who has a very decidedly unswedish name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why did it have to be me? Uh, is coming in at number two and uh, transitioning into number one. Uh, and it was so hard to narrow down. There's so many great songs that like any one of these could be in the top five, and I feel just as good about the list. Mm-hmm. But I had to go back to the original, for, uh, the original Mamma Mia for the scene that is probably one of my ten favorite movie scenes ever. Um, and it's the entire number for. Dominic Cooper and Amanda Seyfried singing "Lay All Your Love on Me." I love everything about that. It's it became a meme at some point. Uh, that was that's always great to see. Um, like I like seeing those memes pop around. Uh, Amanda Seyfried walking down the beach is probably like the most beautiful thing I've seen in my life. Um, <laughs> the flippers when they're all going down the dock and they're they're like kicking their knees up in the air with the flippers. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like that's just exactly like. I don't even know how to describe what that made me feel, but I was just like, it, like it, it felt like it unlocked a part of my identity that I'd never known before. When the <laughs> flippers are just going down, like that's just uh, like all your love on me had to be number one for me. That's never. what it's all about. It's, it's it is what it's all about. It makes me like it makes me want to like put my hands together in front of my chest and and just swoon.
1: <laughs> I like that song. That's a good take.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but the, by the tone of your voice though, I'm not thinking it's going to be your number one.
1: Do you know what I'm thinking is it's interesting that none of our list has really overlapped because that's not my number
0: one. It's like, we literally have like two completely separate lists.
1: Yeah. Does that happen very often?
0: Not very. Like I did a cheese podcast and we all had mozzarella at number one. And so this is insane. Honestly. So like to have, especially with like, there's only so many songs you can pick, and that we ended up with different lists. is crazy, but it's good. It's good for diversity.
1: Because right, half the songs in both the movies are the same, just different versions.
0: <laughs> oh, it's very true. Um, but what what is your your champion? What is your winner?
1: My number one, which I'm so excited about, um, is the Lily James version of the Name of the Game. Okay yeah that one is my favorite to sing I relate to it too much so it makes me feel things emotionally Um, and like you said the whole scene where she's just like walking through the little orchard and she's happy and in love and excited and she's also goofing off and getting chased by goats like that (laughs) unlocked a part of my personality because I was like that is the life that I want so just everything about it makes me so
0: happy and I love singing that song I think you had a good mix of ones that you enjoyed like dancing to and some you and now the ones you enjoy singing to um, I have to it's a great pick uh, definitely uh, the name of the game is awesome but I have to ask for sure uh, are you like, like like when I like to sing along to songs I'm a horrible singer are you a good singer
1: no not even a little bit <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's, that's okay. It makes it even better. fun doing it, so. Yeah. Like, my dream. I've never been to a karaoke bar, but that's my dream. And I feel like picking a Mamma Mia song would be perfect. Oh,
1: yeah. That was, I, if you ever go to that karaoke bar, I will join you and we can do it.
0: That's, that, I'm literally putting it on my bucket list as we speak. Um, <laughs> it would be iconic. I'm looking I'm it up there. now. Just
1: tell me when
0: and where. I, 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 I will come back... I will literally come back to Florida, even if it's only to do that. Um, but yeah, the name of the game, we gotta celebrate it, for sure, because it's it's one of the most... It's one of the most famous ABBA songs. Um, I'm pretty sure... I don't... Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Stevie Wonder, I think, did a cover of it. Um, that's also pretty good, if I remember correctly. It might be... The, I might be getting it wrong, but, um, but of course, the Lily James version, like, you really can't go wrong. Like, she... As she does so often. She elevates it to the next level. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So it's a great pick um, for sure. Uh, do you have any like honorable mentions maybe that you want to throw out or anything that you like couldn't... I sure do. <laughs> what do um, you got?
1: So I have two honorable mentions. Um, one is Take a Chance on Me. Nice. Which... Like, Like I said, I love Bill, so I really like that (laughs) dynamic between him and Rosie of her just waiting him out. (laughs) But also this has um, a special one in my heart because when my current boyfriend and I were on our first date, he started singing it. Wow. And I freaked out because (laughs) I love Mamma (laughs) Mia. And he had never even seen Mamma Mia. He just heard that song on The Office. Yep. So, like, I was like, oh, do you love Mamma Mia? You're perfect. he was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, well, um, that always makes me think
0: of that story. That's, uh, I do remember it on The Office, um, and that must have been, like, I can't even imagine, like, going on a first date and having Mamma Mia, a song for Mamma Mia sung would be, like, I'd, I'd, I'd probably just combust.
1: That's when I
0: fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's really funny um Um, what is your other honorable mention but
1: i ironically on my on the other side of the spectrum um my second honorable mention is angel eyes okay and that's ironic because that song is kind of about like we love men but they cause us so much trouble (laughs) um but also again it's still like kind of an upbeat song so i just i like in the movie when all the women come together and are just running
0: through the island singing it. And that's also one that I like to see on to. I mean, yeah, it's iconic. it's iconic. That's uh, a good one. For sure. Um, great picks. Uh, I'll throw out just one honorable mention that I had that I wish I could have included. Um, and it was um, One of Us. Because, I don't uh, know if it, yes. Maybe I'm just a sucker for safe read and Cooper singing together, but uh one of us is like a really achy kinda heart it's like a sad ballad, but it's obviously sunk to perfection. Um it's whenever it comes on when I shuffle I don't skip. Because it's just I got I I love to listen to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I agree. That almost made my list, so I see where you're coming from with that one
0: we both that's there's our overlap we had one so- we both had one song that almost made the list <laughs> um but yeah that's yeah. well that's mamma mia um who's your who i'll ask one more question before i let you go uh, who's your favorite mamma mia character
1: Ooh. Um, bill 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 for sure it's
0: a good one bill's pretty dope who's yours uh i love i love sophie uh i know it's kind of cliche but she's great well let
1: me ask you one question yes who do you think is her real dad
0: i thought a lot about this <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like it's a it's definitely one that i have an opinion on um i think it's pierce brosnan i think
1: Oh, me too. I agree with that. But I want to know why
0: you think that. I just think it's, like... I feel like there's obviously, like, um... I can't remember the specifics, but I think it was Stellan Skarsgård who there's, like, kind of, like, a... In the first movie, there's sort of, like, a hint to that it's, like, probably not him. If I'm recalling that correctly, it might be where there's, like, something... I don't know. There's something that happened that made me think that it wasn't... Like, they, they were hinting that it was not him, for sure. Um... But mm-hmm. then there's this the whole second movie, uh, with um Pierce Brosnan, uh his name his character's name, that's Sam, right? Um Right. So with um like I feel like in the second movie, Sam and Sophie spend so much time together, and I know that's kinda of by circumstance, but I feel like they're there's like a kind of an emotional connection there that might be like she's a I feel like she's a bit more she loves them all, for sure, but she's more um, she has a strong connection with um, Sam, I think. And I think that that's hinting at some sort of uh, some underlying uh, deeper connection that is kind of metaphysical about it.
1: Well, and I think the reason that she has such a deeper connection with him is because um, in the sequel they kind of show us, like, Donna meeting all these men and, like, Harry she thought he was nice, but was kind of eager to get away from him Bill was kind of she meant by circumstance but Harry was really the one that she fell in love with right and in the first one Harry ends up staying and living with her and they refine that love that they lost which is why I think that he's her dad just because just because he was, you know, her true love, so that's what
0: I like to think, is that he was the real father. That's a nice way, that's a nice way to think about it, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's, uh, so yeah, well, I think we're gonna, we're gonna say that's officially canon, that's officially true, um, <laughs> and- You heard it here first? Yeah, we have confirmed it, um, any, whoever, whoever the hell the director of these movies is, I can't remember, um, but- Whoever that is will have to acknowledge this if when he makes his third movie. Uh, and Send
1: him a copy of this podcast.
0: I will. I'll email it to him because that would probably work. Um, <laughs> did you... Actually, I have another question. Did you know um, when you saw the second one that Meryl Streep was going to show up? Um, I
1: can't remember if I knew or knew. I think... I think I did know because um, when the cast came out I was like looking on the IMDB and she was listed in the cast right so I did know that she would show up
0: I remember I looked I think I saw that too where it said like Meryl Streep was gonna be in it but then like she wasn't in on like the poster or anything I was like she's not gonna be in it like why would she do that and then she ends. Up, there is a poster mm-hmm. that has her in it and I was like well that's probably I was like that's probably just like a uh, an old picture from the old movie that's probably not a new one and then I just kind of ignored all the signs. I don't know. I was just skeptical. I didn't want to get my hopes up. I guess. Yeah, I
1: understand. It would have been a major letdown if she hadn't been
0: in it. <laughs> I know, and she had like she's like the queen of cameos now. Like she shows up in this and Mary Poppins, and she's just everywhere.
1: Yeah, her and Colin Firth were both in Mary Poppins.
0: That's true. Yeah, a a a reunion. It's like a reunion. <laughs> uh, if only. If only Colin Firth was in Little Women, it would have been complete. Um, I
1: still need to see
0: Little Women. Oh, it's it's amazing. <laughs>
1: like I can. It's life changing.
0: It literally, I can't stop thinking about it. I just, it makes me. It's, uh, it's just brimming with love, and I love it so, so much. That's a whole other
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a separate thing. That's like <laughs> top five Little Women everything's. Um, but that this was top five Mamma Mia songs. Jordan, um, thank you so much, so much for being here. This was great. Yeah, thank you for letting me talk about
1: what I love.